So Effective Living Series is on. My guest is Patrick Otiekubwedu. And uh, Patrick is uh, a certified ABNLP master practitioner of NLP and a certified master practitioner of the timeline therapy. He's also a behavioral engineering consultant and a reverend minister of Victory Bible Church International. He's an author, a life coach, corporate trainer, and a motivational speaker, career guidance and counseling and publishing consultant. And uh, many inspiring books to his credit. He's done 16. And I have the 16th in front of me. It's called The Pursuit, How to Effectively Set Goals and Achieve Them. And it's an amazing work. And uh, he runs a life coaching school monthly and does effective living seminars. Hence his presence on the Effective Living series. So, uh, uh, Patrick, great to have you on the show. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. How are you? I'm very well. And it, Happy New Year. Charlie, you're a big man. Charlie, our, our, our relationship is just one year, one year. No, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. I have to see you more. Are you seeing, are, are you, but we speak, even though I yeah, haven't we do, seen yeah, you. We do, yeah, we, yeah. we do talk yeah, often. We do talk, yeah. So, this morning, I wanted you to talk on professional skills for 2020 and beyond. Yes. And I know we don't have time. Yes. So, I want you to just jump in straight. Well, so I'll just be talking about, I mean, just give about three uh, points and then we'll be, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be done. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, um, and I'm going to look at some of the modern uh, discoveries that have, that have come up. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I'd like to talk about is the fact that, um, number one, you must learn to be calm. Mm. You must learn to be calm in your uh, professional life, in your operations, whatever you do. The reason why you must learn to be calm is because, you see, uh, in, in if you take the American Marines, they teach them what we call the, uh, um, to handle what we call the VUCA situations. VUCA stands for volatile situations, uncertain situations, complex situations, and ambiguous situations. And in your professional life, you are going to meet these situations. You meet these challenging situations. And for you to be able to handle these situations, you must be in a calm state. Mm. Okay, you must be in a calm state. So if you take the human, uh, the adult human being, the, the brain wave, there are four levels that you can operate in. The first level is what we call the beta state. The beta state is when you are active, like you are talking, we are talking right now, we are active. That is the beta state. Mm-hmm. At that t- in, the, in this state, you are doing about um, um, 30 to uh, 40, uh, 60 um, thoughts per minute permanent now that is when we are active and all that but there's something a secret you know if you go below the alpha, uh, beta state is what we call the alpha state the alpha state is when you are doing about 15 thoughts per minute but that is quality thoughts because in that state you are relaxed so when we talk of calmness it means that for you to be creative for you to be to improve your professional life you should learn to be calm and for you to be calm, you must be in the alpha state because in the alpha state is where you are able to do deductive reasoning in the alpha state is when you are able to uh, 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 be, cre- um, be creative and uh, get information that mm-hmm. is normally doesn't come to you by learning. You know, you get what I'm saying? So you need to look at being in that state. Then below that state, we go into the theta, whether we are doing meditation or prayer or whatever. And then the next one is the, the delta where you are... Um, you are you are asleep totally asleep unconscious at that time um you know a lot of people talk about the um the fact that you need to work hard and blah blah blah, blah. but rest is also very important i heard caleb talking about you know rest when he came here so you need need also to be able to rest because that is where your body repairs itself so for you to be effective in whatever you are doing in this year for you to be very effective you need to be able to also learn to calm your system learn to rest so that your body will be able to repair itself to be able to take on the challenges of, of so the, time. The, the first skill is the op- operating calm coherent and balance what you call the alpha mode i've been alpha mode interesting okay 
What is the next thing? The next one we are talking about is for the past 20 years, neuroscience has discovered that we don't only have one brain. Hey. We have multiple brains. Hey. And we're talking about, we have what we call the head brain, the heart brain, and the gut brain. Hey. The responsibility of the head brain is cognitive and making meaning out of your environment. Mm. The responsibility of the heart brain is emotion, relationship. And, and values. Okay. The responsibility of your gut brain is mobilization, is self-preservation, and your identity. Now, the highest expression of these brains is this. When you take the head brain, the highest expression is creativity. When you take the heart brain, the highest expression is compassion. When you take the gut brain, the highest expression, expression is courage. Now, if you don't, you are not calm, you can't access these. That is why I started with being calm this year. If you are not calm in your in your, your state of mind, you will not be, be creative. You because the moment you are calm, then these things begin to work together. Your heart, your head, and your gut they begin to work in sync. But if you are not calm, if you are not able to achieve calmness, you will not be able to do that. Let me give you a little secret. For you to be calm, one of the key things you can do. I mean, just on, on the on the show, one of the key things you can do is that you can go to any of um, the Android um, Play Store and and uh, or iOS and download any breathing pacer if you download a breathing pacer there are various options but and then you can set it to six seconds in six seconds and what it means is that if you are able to breathe six seconds in and six seconds out sometimes you can even plateau maybe a second what happens is that it begins to slow down your heart rate and when it slows down your heart rate your body begins to be calm Mm. And when you are calm, that is when, again, I'm saying that you begin to access creativity, you begin to access compassion, and you begin to access, you know, courage. Now, one of the key things that has happened is that we, we've always, this whole world is running on head. Our head, we are, being a, we are a head-based world. What is happening is that today, research is discovering that what brings profitability and high performance is not the head, it's the heart. Aye. Yeah, so uh, research was conducted um, uh, in the Australian School of Business, about uh, 6, um, 5,600 people across 77 organizations, and they came to realize that the single most important factor that determines profitability and performance mm -hmm. is your heart, is compassion. So now we wow. must start looking at compassion. How do you talk to your people? How um, so? If you are looking at I'm the boss and I'm the head and I'm whatever, the people are going to work against you. They are going to undermine you. So what you need to do is that mm. you must have compassion for your people, compassion for your customers, compassion for the people around you. And when you do that, if combined with the calm state, trust me, you'll be amazing in your wow. delivery. So your heart brain is the more important aspect, not just your head brain. Your head brain has more neurons. It's more complex, but your heart is more powerful is it yes your heart is more powerful although it has the least of neurons it is more powerful so what's the prime function of the head versus the heart versus the the gut well the head is supposed to be the director of the three so take like these are uh, board members or, or <laughs> you know within your system mm -hmm. so your head is supposed to be the director your heart is supposed to be the designer and your gut is supposed to be the processor. That is the reason why. That is the reason yeah, why. Hold on, hold on. So your your head brain is the director. Director. Your heart brain is the discerner. Yes. And your gut brain is the processor. processor. You already said that the head brain is the creative one. Yes. The heart one is focused on compassion, and the gut, gut is courage. Courage. So you notice that why is wow. some people can take and they can analyze and analyze and analyze and they don't do anything it's because only he, their head is leading their head them. is leading them there's no courage to perform exactly <laughs> they just over, over analyze exactly wow. and people to who are focused on only the gut they are also bullish they just they have a lot of activity in their life there's no sense in it 
they jump and into people too who are thinking. only focusing on the heart their emotion they are always crying interesting but you need a certain combination so of whatever the, even when i'm making decisions you need to ask yourself and you actually have to begin from your heart what is my heart saying and you must literally ask yourself this question what is my heart saying so for example for a profession career you must ask yourself whether you love this job fantastic whether it's something that motivates you internally so what is my heart saying before you ask how much are they paying you fantastic and also then whether i want to do it or not exactly wow interesting now let's continue so you're saying this morning you're talking professional skills for 2020 yeah. beyond and you are using some new thinking yeah research and stuff yeah so already you've spoken about the alpha mode yes and i've spoken about the, the brains the three brains now the third one is what we call the law of requisite variety the law of requisite variety now uh, if you take every system in this world and uh, even take the consoles and everything mm -hmm. the part of the system that controls the system is the flexible part Mm -hmm. If you take a car, the part of the system of the car that controls the car are the flexible part, the steering, the gear, the, the your brakes and all that. These are the part that controls the car. So every system you take. Mm -hmm. So as a leader, as a professional, whatever you are doing, and you are working with people, mm -hmm. don't say I'm hard. No, be flexible. Is it? The secret is be flexible. Mm -hmm. Remember, we've spoken about calmness. We've spoken about your, your brains, and we are speaking now speaking about be 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 flexible. Mm. If you cannot be flexible, because you see, human beings are different. Mm. And for you to be able to work with all of them, you must learn to be flexible. Mm. You don't say that this is who I am, this is what I do, you won't get the results that you want. So mm. if you want to get the results, make sure that you are flexible and work with the law of requisite variety. And again, I'm saying that... So what every what system, has that lost it? It states that every system, the part of the system that controls the system is the part that is flexible. <laughs> this thing i've never heard it in my life before <laughs> the law of requisite variety yeah wow interesting okay now let's look at number four mm -hmm. bernard if you want massive changes in your career if you want massive changes in your professional life in mm -hmm. your profession whatever don't focus on behavior mm. because behavior is an output okay so what do you focus on you focus on what we call filters filters and drivers because every behavior is determined by a filter mm. and when i say a filter i'm talking about things like your values mm. your beliefs mm. so instead of forcing and fighting people about the behavior no i'm not interested in that because actually you know, the behavior is even symptoms mm. so you focus on the filters and trust me if you change the filter the behavior will change mm. so if you want people you are working with to change don't stress yourself by fighting their be particular behavior and you didn't do this and you should have done this and you shouldn't do you shouldn't do this and you should do this no focus on what is important to the person mm. work around that what is the person's belief mm. work around that what is the person's language sometimes and then most of the time we call it word predicate when people are speaking you will hear the way they feel in their state from their language because mm. you see your language is a label to your state of mind okay Okay, so when people are speaking and you listen to them, you would know everything about them. So you can analyze them and know everything about them just by listening to them. Okay, so if you want to have massive changes this year in your life, in your professional life, focus on these filters. Number one, I see values. When we say values, you're talking about what is important to you or what is important to the person. So ask yourself, you are dealing with clients. The question you must ask yourself is what is important to these clients? So if you are coming out with policies, what is important to these clients? Not what is important to you as an organization. And that is the reason why a lot of organizations are failing in the area of customer service because they are focusing on what they think the customers need. Mm. But not what the customers really need. Mm -hmm. 
because there are actually six things the customers need or every human being we need the first one is um, certainty every human being needs certainty you're talking about uh, investment every human being who is going to investment needs needs to talk about certainty number two every human being needs variety mm-hmm. options choices number three every human being needs significance Mm. So with the product and service, does it make people feel significant? Does it make people feel that they are important? And again, the next one is love and connection. Mm-hmm. If you are selling a product or selling a service and that is going to Im- in, uh, impact on people's love life, mm. they will fight it. Mm. The next one is growth. Every human being needs growth. Mm-hmm. So the product and service you are selling to the person as a professional, is it bringing growth to the people? Mm-hmm. And finally, contribution. Mm-hmm. The product and services that I'm selling doesn't make people able to contribute to their family, contribute to their work, contribute to their environment, contribute to their f- whatever. Is it? So these are the six questions you must ask yourself. So if you're coming out with a policy and all the policy is about what you think the people need, you've missed it. So I tell people that customers are not buying your product. They are not buying your services. They are buying feelings how you make them feel so somebody who makes customers feel better that's why you go to a certain hospital and a doctor you're talking to a, 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 a doctor makes you feel good i mean he hasn't even solved the problem but just by the way he the person talks to you the person feels comfortable he feels that like, oh this doctor is a good doctor it's because the doctor made him or her to feel well so uh, this is service orientation right yeah customers are not buying products and services alone they are buying feelings yes. so whatever you offer them must satisfy the Six need of needs. certainty yes the need of variety the need of significance the need of love mm. the need of uh, contribution and the fifth growth. one growth and this is all within the context of your professional development yes so you must have you must have your scope on these mm. now look i'm what i'm doing is i'm serving people mm. and in seven people i need to have my scope so if you don't you don't have these as something you are looking at, as something that drives you, mm. something that you gravitate towards, then it means that you you miss the opportunity to serve people well for mm-hmm. them to come back to you. Mm. Interesting. Uh, still on the Effective Living series. And we're talking to Patrick Otiekubwe. The comments are welcome. 54 Learning some very interesting things today. Certainly, uh, I didn't know this. It's a study that shows that... Um, um, the part of your uh, system that generates the most profit is the compassion yeah. or valuing people being receptive and being responsive. And I didn't know I had three brains, but now I know my heart brain, my head brain, and my gut brain. And they all focus on different things. My heart brain is on a, a different trajectory than my head brain, yeah. as is my gut brain. And then there's also the issue of don't try and shape behavior. Look for the filters. You said there were four filters. Oh, there are many filters, but I get there are filters and drivers. So the, the filters include values and values beliefs. and which decisions you've made in the past. Okay. It can it's a filter. So if you are making a new decision, those filters, if the decision went well, you are likely to you know follow uh, the same path. If it didn't go well, then you are likely not to do the same thing again. And then there's also your language. Your language, okay, and then your memory, mm. okay. But there, there, there's a driver. The driver is purpose. Purpose. Driver is purpose. Anytime you touch on purpose, mm. it, the massive change happens. Mm. Okay? Bernard, if you want changes in your life, your professional life, there are three uh, types of changes. The first level, the first type, is what we call the um, remedial. 
Remedial means you are focusing on behavior and you are focusing on your environment. Branding is good, but branding is behavior. Branding is remedial. Mm -hmm. So branding and all those things and uh, teaching people what and what not to do, it's all part of remedial. Okay. If you move a step further, you go to what we call generative changes. Mm -hmm. Generative changes, you are focusing on your cognitive development, your mind, mm -hmm. the um, capability and scale. Mm -hmm. Number two, you focus on the beliefs and values. What do you believe and what do you value? If you make changes at these two levels, we call it generative changes. Generative means that the thing, no, the first level is commoditized. So if it's not there, it's not there. But the second level is that you can generate it. Mm -hmm. I can choose to love you and love you and love you and love you. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. So I can generate it. Okay. Then the final level, which is the most powerful level, is what we call evolutionary. I see. And evolutionary, you are talking about changing identity and changing and, and working on purpose of people. Mm -hmm. When you touch on these two things, trust me, you don't need to put money anywhere else. The people will deliver the work for you. Amazing. Let's continue. So what else are we focusing on this morning in terms of professional development? Then we can now look at... Uh, one, uh, maybe two more things. Another one is that the way we think. Mm. The way you think. There are two ways of thinking. There are people who think in terms of problems and there are people who think in terms of outcomes. I know you've always been asking the question out, output and outcomes all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. People who think in terms of problems, mm -hmm. what they do is that they focus on the problem. They focus on the now. They focus on the, the, what is happening. And they, 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 for them, they don't have an opportunity to explore what is beyond the problems. So you, even their language, you see them talking about the problems, talking mm -hmm. about the problem all the time. Mm -hmm. People who focus on outcomes, they are future-oriented, or, and they are looking at solutions. They are looking at, and you see, there's something it happen, that happens to your mind. You see, you your mind cannot take a negative instruction. So if you're focusing on the problem, it's like if you are talking about what you don't want. But Bernard, you don't go to the market with a list of things you don't want. You go to the market with the things of specific things that you want to buy. Okay? So when you focus on the problem, there are a tendency that you will not be able to either reach your goal or reach it fast enough. And then um, at the end of the day, you will not be able to impact whatever you are supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Now, the people who are outcome-oriented, and that is the reason why I have this book there. Mm -hmm. The people who are outcome-oriented, they focus specifically on what they want. It is simple enough. It is meaningful, and those are the things that drives them to want to accomplish those goals. So whatever you want to do this year, focus on these uh, uh, outcome thinking, not on problem thinking. I see. So if you focus on outcome thinking, there's a likelihood that you'll be able to accomplish and reach your goals faster mm. than somebody who is just focusing on problem thinking. If you mm. take the language of people who are problem thinkers, they are always talking about the problem and why things are difficult and why things... They have their advantage, though. If these people are auditors, they'll be very good auditors. <laughs> they are problem thinking because they are able to identify the problem. But for a goal, for setting a goal and moving towards a target, mm. this is not a good trait for you mm. and therefore you need to be able to work on that. So shift from problem thinking thinking to outcome thinking because when you do that what happens is that you begin to see the the outcome right in front of you and you, mm. it drives you towards that particular outcome so be an outcome thinker not a problem thinker yeah. i see and what else are you talking to us about and then finally i want to talk about um, um continuous learning mm. i'm saying that you cannot succeed if you don't learn continuously mm. you see if you check this the life of every successful person they are standing on something Mm. They are standing on knowledge. 
they are standing on scale they are standing on something so you need to stand on something you need to have knowledge you need to read you need to expose yourself to knowledge they are look this thing i'm talking about it was just discovered uh, about 20 years ago the uh, embraining we call it embraining mm-hmm. or just discovered about 20 years ago when neuroscience started looking at how human beings will behave and they realized that look yes we have a head brain which we've always been focusing on but there are other aspects actually they're talking about it's actually a multiple brain it's not just build they are even still discovering more areas of the human of the human being so we need to be able to look at this continuous learning for you to succeed in this in, in your uh, profession this year and beyond you need to make sure that you are learning continuously mm. because if you look at the, the we talk about the moss law that knowledge doubles every 18 months so it means that every 18 months your knowledge is obsolete <laughs> the certificate somebody comes out with mm. okay to start work <laughs> by the time he's starting work that certificate is obsolete <laughs> you know that ben i don't know whether you've heard that i think about last year last two years four new elements were discovered in the periodic table is it i don't know whether it's even added it to our educational curriculum our, our textbooks is you it? get what i'm saying so mm. knowledge is increasing and doubling what are we doing about it mm-hmm. so as a professional you need to make sure that you are abreast with the knowledge within your field and outside your field mm. you know so within your industry within your own uh, uh, company within your own field of, mm-hmm. of work you need to be able to you, you, you master the knowledge doubling every 18, 18 months, months according to Moore's law wow yeah that's interesting yeah. so so what type of knowledge do you need to succeed if you say knowledge is increasing so does that mean you should read more books talk to more people what type of knowledge are we looking at the first thing is that it, professionally what what profession are you in mm-hmm. make sure you master in that particular area i always say that make sure you're in the top 10 percent of your field mm. so bernard if you are you are a journalist you should be in the top 10 percent. so where we are try, so it means that you need to push yourself to make sure that in the in your field you're in the top 10 percent mm-hmm. if you're a trainer you are in the top 10 if you're a teacher you must be in the top 10 percent push yourself mm-hmm. i mean that tells you how much you're pushing yourself top 10 percent of the, your field in, in the in the country in, or the, or in the world well it depends <laughs> on your target but of course you can start from somewhere if okay. you're in a locality start from there and build okay. from there and then expand and go to the the uh, a higher level mm-hmm. you know so whatever it is please your your professional field make sure you are abreast with what is going on there how do you now, develop that learning uh, thing is it go back to school or well there are some time you have to go back to school i have made up my mind up i'm a trainer i do training for companies for churches for uh, organization i do therapy as well so what i do is that the new knowledge that is coming every day so every year i have a budget and i go out and i go and learn so that i can be better all the time mm. because look you can the time the, the time where people just come and come and do cut and paste cut and paste is gone google <laughs> google cut and paste is gone you can't do that anymore companies want solutions and therefore before you give go and stand in front of them you must provide them with the right solution you must be able to solve their problem for them mm. you get what i'm saying so we don't just come and say oh customer service is this this is this this is that no give them a solution a right solution for them to be able to work with no more cut and paste no more cut and paste now the thing you said about the three brains yes are there people who are more so can we say there are people who are more um heart brain than head brain yes yes, so yes it's yes, like yes. they are they are predisposed to thinking one way than the other. Yes. And sometimes because of the way we were, we've been conditioned. Mm. Okay. So if you look at even educational system, we've been conditioned to focus on the, on the, on the head. Mm. If you take Japan, you take uh, Finland, mm. the first seven years, the children don't learn anything. They only learn about values. Mm. What are they learning? They are learning about the heart. That is why they are compassionate and they are considerate to their fellow men. 
Mm. You get what I'm saying? Aha. Uh-huh. So, I'm, for instance, and the issue you raised this morning, I'm going to drive. I know my car is not good. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to, and it's not only me that's going to be in the car. I'm going to carry a number of people. Mm-hmm. Am I using my heart or am I using my head? Am I being driven by profit or I'm driven by the fact that I have lives in the car? Mm-hmm. And what do I need to do? You get what I'm saying? So we need the heart to be able to lead us. And when they hardly... And you see, you need to synchronize them. You need, we, we call it integration. You need to integrate them. You can't just work with one because if you just work with one, it doesn't work. Mm. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Effective Living Series talking about skills you need to develop as a professional for 2020 and beyond. So this area of study is called what? Because you... I mean, well, I'm, it's, it's a combination of um, um, NLP... What's NLP? NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. Neuro, your nervous system, linguistic languages, programming processes. Neuro Linguistic -linguistic Programming. programming. It's it's a a, a behavioral modeling uh, Mm. discipline. So um, it's. Behavioral modeling discipline. discipline. Yeah. Meaning that if you want people to, because then we need that in Ghana, don't we? Because we do, we th- do. A, we are just talking about driving. Yeah, yeah, morning. we do. And you see, again, when we were talking, I was laughing because you see, some of the things you're talking about, solution, it won't work. Mm. Because Bernard, I was, I was saying that if you focus on environment and behavior, it's remedial. You were wasting your time. Mm. So, what should we focus on? Focus on purpose, focus on identity. Give the people a sense of identity. If you so, give people so a sense of identity, <laughs> if you give people a sense of purpose. So, how are you going to do that? I mean, we're talking about people who are in the way they drive. So how, who's going to give them that identity? Is it the government or the DVLA or who? Well, it could be DVLA. It could be whatever. Even DVLA themselves need to understand the work they're doing. Right. <laughs> they right. need to understand the work they're doing. Because if it's not purposeful, trust me, you won't achieve anything. If it's not purposeful, it's what you are doing is not in line with purpose, a sense of purpose. And when we say, Bernard, when we say a sense of purpose, we're talking about something bigger than you. So if I'm going to drive and I know that, look, it's, I'm thinking about something bigger than me. I'm not doing it for myself, but it's something mm. bigger than me. Mm. Then the, my, my thinking changes. You get what I'm saying? Huh? I don't just go in there, just going to deliver, you know, just going to send the people there and make profit out of it. No, I'm doing that because I want to, you know, take these people there successfully to their family members. I see. Yeah. So the, the officials should focus on values and purpose. Fantastic. Not just trying to convince people to change their behavior. No. Because you are, you, by, by the time you are talking about behavior, you're wasting your time. Behavior is an output. Really? Yeah, it's an output. I see. So to do with the filters yes. and the internal. Yeah. Uh, Bernard, the explanation on the different brains make me understand and appreciate Donald Trump better. This is <laughs> from Tamale. <laughs> Bernard, please find out from him how one can strengthen his gut brain. Salon from Legon. Since there are three brains, I think the yeah. question is, what do you do to develop either of them? He wants to develop his gut brain. Well, the it, processor. It, it means that maybe uh, he has able to think through something. He's able to have the heart for it, but he's not able to deliver. So he's not able to meet maybe targets and things like that. Now, what we have to do is that we need to look at what we call, well, um, blocks, um, some blocks, mental blocks. So when we are able to meet with him and we assess those ones, we'll be able to help hey, him. To you are going with, to assess him? Yes, me, do, deal with those mental blocks for, for us to be able to, because once we are not integrating these three brains it means that they are blocked somewhere i see so uh-huh. this is like the person is coming for treatment yes so we can help you um, 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 integrate as we call it embraining um, um, multiple embraining or embed multiple brain integration techniques hey. so we <laughs> multiple brain, brain integration integration techniques, techniques. Yes. it's a discipline multiple brain so you are integrating the the uh, the head brain the heart brain and the, the gut brain. brain 
with techniques. Yes. So we always begin. So you are not one sided. You are not one. So way. we begin with the heart. So we ask you the question: What does what is your heart saying? Mm. When you tell us, then we move on to the okay. What is your heart saying? Then what is your head also saying? Mm. And then we come back to the heart, and then we come back to do the these gut, things actually and work. And they work. Trust do you, me. Do you have people who are going through this? You who are amazing. Whose behavior has changed? Better. I gave up. I don't want to mention. I gave up a, a drink. Fizzy drink. Fizzy drink. <laughs> Based on this, in ten minutes or less, in ten minutes. And, and these are things that we can do to help people. So, you know, for instance, so, so just walk me through. You ask. So let's assume somebody says, "I my problem is I don't know how to. I'm not able to implement, implement. this guy." Okay, who fine, fantastic. So as, as a case study, so I'll I'm check, that person. I'll check from the heart. Mm-hmm. What is your heart saying? What's my heart saying? Saying what is your heart saying? Because you know, if you look, if you go deep within yourself, you realize that. Okay, you want to do something, or let's say. So maybe he, he, he wants to read a book a, a week. He's not okay. able to do it. So I'm he, saying that what is your heart? So what is important to you? A knowledge. I want. Knowledge. You know, want knowledge. Yes. Fantastic. Okay, what is your head saying? Knowledge is good. Knowledge, knowledge is good. Make me sound smart. Why are you not able to deliver? There are other things I like. Watching, other I, like I, I watch football. Liverpool. It means that now we need to come back and say that it means that football is in terms of value. Yes. Is it's higher design, designer. It's higher than the book that you are reading. No, but it's for just a short term. <laughs> <laughs> I like the football. When I go home and the football is, I watch it. But it, I, when I want to read, sometimes I'm tired. But when I watch football, I'm not tired. Yeah, it's because, again, it's because the football is of value to you. Than so you book. are telling me that the book is not important. But I want, no, to, no, I want no. to read. That, what I'm saying is that you, see, you are saying it, but that is not what you mean. I mean it. You don't mean I it. I want to read that. I'm saying that if it's important to you, you allocate resources for it. Oh, it's important. Bernard, if it's important, the, is that the, important? The spirit is indeed really my <laughs> If it's not important, you allocate the resources. I'm telling you my Bernard, you, not, you notice that. You notice that. People who are able... You see, wow. creativity comes the moment you introduce value to it. So you're saying that if I claim I'm not able to read a book a day... Mm. Even though I say I want to read it, you haven't allocated resources in terms of value to it. But when I get home, I'm tired. And watching TV is uh-huh. not tired. Ben, you are tired. Is tired. But if somebody should call you at that same time and ask you to come for some money, will you have the energy to go? <laughs> no, but that one is for good. Aha! Uh-huh. It means that that is of value money. to you. Exactly. It <laughs> no. means that is of value yeah, to you. Money is different. Ben, it means that is of value to you. It's more value to you than the no, book but you are money reading. is for value to everybody. You see, I. I look, <laughs> You see, Bernard, there are people who are reading the book a week. Yeah. Why are they doing that? Because it's of value to them. I must be, um, I must have the knowledge to be able to help people, help companies. Mm. If I don't have the knowledge, so for me, reading is my World Cup. You mm. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's important to me. For somebody, other things are more So you're basically to... telling me that I'm not reading because I don't want to read. Exactly. You haven't allocated the but, resources but, but, to but, it. Then why are you calling it multiple <laughs> brains? <laughs> Integration. This is I just using common sense. <laughs> I mean, if it's multiple brain integration. So you are saying that reading. I'm not reading because my heart is not. So the problem is my heart. Your heart, no. Your heart may be active. Your heart may be correct. Your head may even be analyzed and see it's correct. Yeah, your gut to. is where the problem is. So that is where the mobility, the mo- the action is. My gut. Your gut is where the action is. So if your gut is not wow. giving you the support, the push, it means that your heart is not in support of what your heart is saying. In other words, whatever you are believing or whatever you find uh, is important to you is not that strong to drive your gut along. So what do I do then? So you need to integrate the, 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 the three. But that one, so, when you come for a seminar, I'll teach you. <laughs> no, I was teaching myself as a kid. So I should go back to my heart. 
go go back. So it's, my gut is not so the, the impetus to act is not there, even though the, and the, me, the reason is there. Fantastic. And the emotion appears to be there. Fantastic. The 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 step the step is from the gut. It's from the gut. Yes. Because you see, your gut wow. acts. Mm. You know, even when you don't have your, your mind and heart is not working, your heart will, your heart will still act. Your okay. gut will still act. You don't want to finish that. You say I should come for consultancy. Kukuinku from Ejumaku <laughs> says, Bernard, amazing insight from Patrick. Ask him if our personality type affects the function of the three brain levels he spoke about. And how is the head brain, heart brain, and gut brain different from the mammalian brain, reptilian brain, and limbic system? <laughs> hey, Kuku. <laughs> the first question I understand is our personality type related to this so does it mean that those who are more heart-brained are the x type of people those who are more head-brained are i don't know no i i think that what we need to do is that i don't i really want to put people into these uh, uh perspectives or boxes. or boxes because what happens is that then it means that i can't change but okay. i for my discipline i believe that every human being can be changed mm. every human one the person have the right resources the person will be able to change every human being can every, change yeah uh, ben, I can so relate with what customers buy. I shop around for raw materials for my craft and I've realized that the vendors I visit most are those who make me feel good in Fantastic. their shops. Fantastic. Shopping in Mokola can be depressing, but this particular shop is different. Yeah. Customer service with a difference. Guess what? They are Nigerians. Mm. Then Now, you want to make a general statement, but I won't agree. Mm. You mm -hmm. say Ghanaian vendors depress you. How many Ghanaian vendors have you seen? <laughs> so maybe for the market you go to, the Ghanaian vendors there depress you. Yeah, <laughs> but like, the market. Yeah, I think we we could have jumped from yeah. our limited experience to making yeah. a call. But it's, but the general point he's making is yeah. that, or she's making is that, she, she or he goes to the Feeling. shops feels that good. make, and I think that's in line with what you said about yeah. um, service orientation. Yes. That customers are not buying products and services. They're buying feelings. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you an example. So I went to a shop. There was a day I wanted to do mobile money. Yeah, and I went to a shop. And then the, the way the lady, I think the lady was under pressure. Mm. So I think two of us entered, and she was like, "What do you want?" I said, "Oh, we want wow. to." So it's like, "No, no, we have not opened yet. We don't have money yet." I wow. said, oh, "This woman, that's the last time I've been there in like two exactly, years. Yeah. I have not even yeah. entered that shop again." Yeah. So maybe the person doesn't even know they were rude. Yeah. But you're right. People want to satisfy six needs, yeah. and I think that the need of certainty, variety, significance, love, and growth and contribution. So for those of us offering service, yeah. we must think of what people need. What need? So if the person is coming to buy rice for me, it's not just hunger he wants rice. to get. No, 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 no. The way you talk to them can yeah. determine whether they even feel exactly. better. Yeah. So is are there modules to train people to be service oriented? Yeah, so for example, you, you can train. Yeah, I train in stress management. I train in emotional management. I do um, customer service. I do goal setting. Wow. You know, and uh, what we call functional leadership, not just leadership, but functional leadership. Functional leadership. Where functional leadership is what? Function. We focus on function. We don't focus on any other thing, but making sure okay. they deliver at the function. What's your final word for me as I close? My final word is that, mm -hmm. Bernard, this year, if you want to make it, mm -hmm. I want to read a book a week. Protect your heart. I want to read a book a week. Protect my heart. Protect your heart and be calm. I should be calm. Be calm. Learn to be calm. Because the wow. VUCA situations is 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 there, 
-hmm. and you need to be able to be calm to be able to handle every situation without calmness you will not be able to handle you will not be creative you will not be able to access your all the multiple brains that we are talking about so let's learn to be calm and when we are calm trust me you'll be able to do amazing things are you doing any special program this month something people can come for no uh, because uh, this, uh, we're working with more companies ah, so it's, so okay it's not like general yes uh, so okay. if they, they need re specific requests because what I realize is that sometimes you put in so much money and then you have in um, terms of people who mm. come there but the companies once they, they call so you, you are doing more bespoke yes yes great so how can people reach you uh you can reach me on zero two zero six five zero 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 four all right zero two zero six five zero 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 four thank you very much thank you Patrick. wow today i've learned some serious things so charlie vuka in volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous situations, you need to become coherent and balanced. That means operate in the alpha mood, where your brain is doing 15 thoughts per minute. This is just the, the level below the beta mode. And then also, I have a head brain, I have a heart brain, and I have a gut brain. And I also learned the law of requisite variety. A control system must have as many possible states as the system it wants to control and then of course i have to be service orientated if i want to change behavior it's not focused on the action focused on the filters which include my values and beliefs and i think i said that this morning my decisions my language and my memory all right those who said you wanted to go for chris uh, crystal ball um our our team will contact you and give you the tickets you can come and pick up your tickets when you come to city just ask for godfred udum yeah. Godfred Odom will give you the ticket for Crystal Ball.